Welcome to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast with your host, Pastor Manny Alanese. Join us as we spend a few minutes going through the entire Bible verse by verse. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at saintstephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Welcome back, everyone, to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast. I am so glad you are joining us on this beautiful day. We are now at the end of Chapter 4 of our study through the Gospel of St. John. In today's session, Scripture reveals to us that no one, no matter who you are, is immune from the normal tragedies of life, such as sickness and death. In the midst of of it all. The Lord God Almighty demands true and unquestioned faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Before we begin our study, let us go to the Lord in prayer. Almost gracious Father, as we continue to walk in your ways, let every evening toll the bell of remembrance to call home our poor wandering hearts when the uproar of another busy, troublesome, worldly day concludes, let us find that holy place of restful solitude in you. Grant that your word enriches us with divine truth. In Christ we pray. Amen. Hear ye now the word of the Lord. Found in John chapter 4, verses 46 through 54. So he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made water, wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come back from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my son dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the words that Christ spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that that was the hour when Jesus said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. My beloved, last time we met, we discovered what it is that fills Christ with the greatest satisfaction. Yes, the most satisfying, the most delightful fulfillment for Christ is doing his Father's will by completing the work that is his mission on earth. The primary focus of our passage today is about true and unquestioned faith in Jesus Christ our Lord. Listen, in our text today, we see that Jesus has just left the land of the Samaritans and returned to his home country, where in verse 43, he states, a prophet 
has no honor in his hometown. The reason that Jesus makes this proclamation is because the Jewish people are in danger of being passed by. You see, the Messiah, that is the Christ, has arrived and they are rejecting him. Their lack of faith is more than evident as they continue to seek more and more miraculous signs and wonders, even upon the ones that Jesus has already demonstrated. This is in direct contrast to the belief, the very faith that the Samaritan people have shown in Jesus Christ. In verse 46 and 47, Jesus arrives in Cana of Galilee, where he had earlier, back in chapter 2, performed a miraculous sign by turning water into wine. Now, upon his return, a royal official from Capernaum, which is about 17 miles away, hears and goes to meet with Jesus. This royal official makes an urgent plea, begging Jesus to come down to Capernaum and heal his son who is at the point of death. Jesus' response is basically a rebuke, saying, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Now, why is Jesus' response so harsh? Well, to understand, we begin with the Greek word, you in this statement. The word you in Christ's statement is in the plural as you all. In other words, he's saying, unless you all see signs and wonders, you all will not believe. Now, what does this mean? Well, it means that Christ is making a sweeping rebuke against the people. This is an indictment against the people in general who do not believe and have not received him as the Christ. Jesus is warning the people of the seriousness of their unbelief. They are in grave peril for rejecting God's king, which we know they will ultimately do at the cross. Hey, listen, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Yes, amen, our God is patient, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But it is unfortunate that today, oh, so many people want all the worldly things that Jesus can give them. They just don't want him. This means that they do not want to submit to him as Lord. It is true that the people of this fallen world want to see miraculous signs and wonders before they believe in anything, but that's not enough. The fact of the matter is that their intent is not to believe, but to receive. In verse 49, we see that the royal official humbles himself in faith before Christ as he continues to pray for his son's life. In verse 50, our Lord Jesus answers the man's prayer and then commands the royal official to go. The word go is a strong imperative. Go, your son will live. This is an authoritative command for the royal official to obey. Jesus is both commanding unquestioned faith in him and his word and also promising 
the fulfillment of his healing promise. The royal official takes Jesus at his word. Believing and obeying Christ, please note, the official believes without seeing a sign, and on his way home, he is informed that his son will live. So here now is the question for you today. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, or are you still waiting for a miraculous sign before you decide? Or perhaps you want what Jesus can give you but don't truly want him. Do you want the gift of eternal life, but don't want the giver of life, Jesus? My brothers and sisters, you are not immune from the normal tragedies of life, such as sickness and death, that come from a fallen, broken, and sinful world. Your only hope, our only hope, is found in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Do you believe in him? Until next time, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing. Amen. You've been listening to Manny Alanese, pastor at St. Stephen's Chapel. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at ststephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Now from Manny and the entire St. Stephen's Chapel family, thank you for your prayers. And join us next time as we seek to glorify God verse by verse.